Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have a very special guest, returning guest. His name is Sean McCann, and he runs the Wake the Dead podcast. And you can go back and listen to all our shows. We've done four hours on Eyes Wide Shut, two hours Rosemary's Baby, Alfred Kinsey. Uh, I think I've talked to him about a couple of my books, but there's a lot of old shows in there. We talked about the ONA as a mind okay. virus. There we talked about Kinsey and that, like, yeah, we... we we go deep and territory, people, should, yeah. people should listen. It's great. Like I, I, I enjoy these conversations with you and I'm honored to be invited again. Thank you so much. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming back. I, we, I didn't have time to go through two hours of white noise a couple of weeks ago. I had to run off to do all the family stuff, but this is um, going to be the second part. So if people haven't listened to the first part, I'd recommend people checking out uh, white noise film analysis. That would be the title. You can get it through iTunes or you can check it out on Rockfin. All of my uh, stuff is streamed to Rockfin right now. I'm trying to get back on Rumble and Odyssey again, but uh, my YouTube channel is gone. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go over this. This is a really interesting movie. We talked about it. They spent uh, Netflix spent $100 million on it. <laughs> Top-level actors, Adam Driver, Don Cheadle, and right. uh, some interesting themes. So, Sean, take it from here. Well, thank you again uh, for having me. And um, yeah, it did have it had Adam Driver, who was a key character in the Star Wars series. And he's like a hero, you know, but he's a hero, hero that went to the dark side and like is controlled by fear, all that, whatever. And then they took this hero guy and then they put him in this movie and he's all fat and dumb. They turned him into Homer Simpson, you know, Um And they, they like to do that. They took they took uh, Luke Skywalker and then they put him on a beach, like drinking this green titty juice out of some weird monster on the, you know, like, like the, they, they take the heroes and they plunge them down into the hole and they say, that's your hero, you disgusting, filthy rodents. Like, anyway, so yeah, I, uh, I like that you had this uh, image here to start um, because uh, I, white noise he says uh adam driver's character says in the film he says maybe death is just noise like noise everywhere surrounding you and then he said and then it says here you can't hear it if it's everywhere and then also you i mean you don't notice you're getting poisoned like rats if it's everywhere and that's kind of the theme of what it is here they i mean this train derailment in here in east palestine um and there's many train derailments all over the country all the time and they're attacking our food um and they're poisoning our land and the wildlife uh people that hunt and grow their own food in you know around the east palestine area all of that is contaminated now with dioxin and who knows what just like forever right. chemicals pfas um extremely harmful to people and some of the symptoms are similar to the symptoms that people get from taking the death jab so it lines right up with about the same time that people are going to die from um the democide that has been occurring in the last two years uh, since the shots were rolled out. And we talked about that on um, 
my other show, Black Pill Digest, uh, episode one, you were invited and we spoke about that, the whole, like, the war on humanity. And it is a... It's a World War III, yeah. Yes. And it's a a different way. They can't have nation against nation anymore. If they want to have global new world order, then they they have it has to be governments against people like they can't in the old days if they wanted to call the population they would send you off to some battlefield and they would put their occult symbols on you and you soak the blood on you know uh you soak the blood into the land and it you know it feeds their dark occult ritual basically right. blood and soil has a different meaning too right like yes from a cold statement like hitler's talking about blood and soil well it's you're going to be your blood right. and this soil yes. to fuel their magic workings right and people don't think these guys think like that they do they really do the elites have a different way they think about you like cockroach sorry right like you like people are the fuel for their like um this time of year um uh, is considered the uh, season of sacrifice and like this, you know, in, in a solar, like these, these dark occultists are the ones that, you know, belong to the old religion of Babylon, like Ishtar and Inanna and goddess worship thing that they got going. And all, I mean, it's also related to uh, the Yahweh Moloch Baal, you know, like that whole, thing you know Moloch is the the process of how you sacrifice the children Baal means just means Lord Yahweh was the Lord of the Canaanites that they were sacrificing the children to and then they like swapped the I don't know anyway we don't need to get into that but it's been like this old religion is a solar cult and so like um, uh, Jesus is a solar like jesus represent like for them like the it's a soul the sun moving through the sky and that whole everybody knows what i'm talking about i'm sure that's like level one down the rabbit hole and so like um the baby sun is coming up from the underworld in spring and we just had um so like march 19th or whatever is about like kind of the beginning but the first full day of spring is march 22nd and that's why skull and bones on 322 because that's the opening of the season of sacrifice and then there's that's a 40-day period like lent is 40 days same deal it's a 40-day period which ends at beltane which is may day so it starts at 322 and then it goes to May Day. And during that period, they soak the blood, you know. And if you look through history, Columbine and like, you know, all these massive uh, atrocities happen around this time of year. And that's to fuel the magic workings that they have planned for the rest of the year, right? So um, the so. I guess I kind of went off on a bird walk, but the, so they, they soak the land, whatever, like this is how they, they fuel their magic. They need to kill people. They are a death cult. And so they can't do nation against nation. And it's not like you can, instead of having an enemy of 
uh, look at that brown person over there in that weird country. It's like, oh, my neighbor is a bad guy. Right. And then he's a terrorist and he's got this magic thing within him that he doesn't even know he's sick and he's going to get kill my grandma. And like, so like, you know, hide in your house and all of that mind control, you know, like it started with 9-11, like everybody's a terrorist. And then it goes from that to like, everybody has invisible, this invisible thing that's going to kill me. And like, everybody could be infected. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, fear. And like, so this movie is filmed during the uh, pandemic and um, the major themes that, that run through the film are um, uh, the crowd, the power of the crowd and the fear of death and, um, and then the family dynamics of the people and how like, you know, how they're painting the American family. Uh, right. It's the new nuclear family, right? Like he's been married right. and divorced. Like point three kids and, and like, yes. you know, they got two and then a little one that's like autistic. He doesn't speak through the whole film. And the few times you do see him, he's like licking the packages at the supermarket and stuff. He's right. And it's all normal. Like that's part of the poisoning. Like right. For people on the inside, they've been murdering, poisoning kids for yes. 20, 30 years at least. Yes. And that was like 1984. It's supposed to be set in 1984. And that's right around the time in 1986 when they changed the rules of vaccines and they started really ramping them up. And so it's like, killer. you know, that's the time in the 80s when everybody started getting autism and, you know, everybody it's can not, look into it's that. It's not termed properly. It's called brain damage from shots. Yeah. Right, right, heavy metal poisoning and whatever yeah, it's just else. Another thing, like, oh yeah, you got COVID. Just like how they say it's a vaccine when yeah. it's really just a, you know, it's 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 yeah, a culling it's a, device. It's a culling device, absolutely. There's no question. They've been culling us for a quarter century at least. Yes. One of the interesting things, if I can pull this up, it's a little please. bit of a tangent, but mm -hmm. it is interesting. Like about the attitude of these guys, is this? Uh, this is a really remarkable picture. This is from me france but it's an old world war one memorial you'll see hitler there with i think that's one of his agents but they put that up it's like a twin tower but it yeah. was like done on days like there's tons of 11s on the day so it's almost like put up as a not really this kind of memorial but almost like a like a dark remnant of this event like it was a it was a you know killing this is where the canadian divisions fought in world war one dedicated in 1936 Took 11 years to complete, 11,000 tons of concrete. It's real, but it's like the total twin towers, total duality. It's imperishable. It's like somebody's like, oh, yeah, we got it. And so it's Canada. 11 years, 11. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's so that's like, yeah. they're like, this. it's an inside joke. Homage to 11. And yeah. 11 is the, the, the left hand path. Like yeah. the right hand path on the tree of life, it ends at 10, you know, or at least the 10th number is one. But like with the black, the the other way, the left hand path, there's an eleventh one where you can step off and separate yourself. It's it's separation and division. It's really a, a, an evil idea. Like uh, anyway, yeah. That, that may that that just some of these elites are thinking differently than you do. Yeah. Like they're happy that all those people died in those wars. They cold the uh, cold the under under mention or whatever. But there's oh, actually yeah. something like that. Something I think the fifth 
crusade if you go look at the fifth crusade that had peter the hermit in it, we were talking uh the pre-show for like 25 minutes but yeah. the peter the hermit like was a, this kind of like pied piper that led all of these people out of europe and none of them like 95 percent of them didn't make it to the holy land they died and what it was it was just a big old population uh yeah. destruction all the rich people wanted these poor people gone and they just uh got them out of the Europe. So it's these kill offs makes me think of the Grateful Dead and how they were always on tour and everybody followed them around. I mean, like, yeah, no, these kill offs. Are not, this the isn't time. the first kill off. The kill off that's going through right now, it's not the first kill off. That's my right. Point. Exactly. So. Yes. And like you know, we the what happened in 1918 was probably like because of the masks and because of the you know the bacterial meningitis or whatever and like. Um, and Fauci, like he's been killing people with medicines and like, you know, poor orphans and like dogs with, you know, like flesh eating flies and stuff. Like, I mean, that's the kind of dude that is a career person for the satanic elite. You know what I mean? Everybody else has to get elected. People like Fauci, they're like, ooh, he's really evil. Let's give him a really good job let's set him up pretty good you know it's many anyway so the, yeah this movie here is like uh it gives subconscious programming to induce the acceptance of death it tells us that we are just rodents and uh that they are poisoning us and they even give like a Heil Hitler. And in the last clip that we played on part one, uh, the moment that the train crashed into the, the, the car, the truck crashed into the train. And uh, the moment the explosion happened, they were in, intercut was clips of Elvis and Hitler. And Elvis was like raising his arm up. And then it was a flash cut to Hitler's hand up over the crowd after a long speech talking about how crowd mentality and this. And then you think about like the crowd of, of Elvis and how they're all in love and screaming and what, and the same thing with the crowd of Hitler and like, Oh, whoa. Uh, the crowd mentality can be manipulated in many ways. And, and then it like, they if think you think Hitler read, I think Fro Freud wrote a book about the behavior of crowds. So yeah. they think that Hitler actually keyed into like you read that book and that makes it. sense. Yeah. And the way that he used the symbols, the um, the I mean, he's an artist or whatever. Like he understood the aesthetics of like how it affects the brain, the way that it is, you know, um, the medium of of the propaganda. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it, and it is mind control. Like the the dark occult and Satanism or whatever, they are. Uh, uh, they are psychologists. It's like, you know, the book that Freud wrote was called group psychology and the analysis of the ego based upon Gustav de Bond, very famous book about. Yeah. Gustav de Bond. Yeah. That's an, um, that's another, that's a whole nother show. We should do a whole show about that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be good. We should have Hans for that one too. He talks. Yeah. About that. No doubt. Yeah. No, that's an important book. That's like the beginning of so many things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a precursor so, to like, uh, well, it, public relations and those type of right and like if you can if if people if you can get people to give up their own individual uh 
uh, sovereignty to the crowd, like, oh, the crowd's more important than me, then you have them because then you can tell them anything. Oh, the crowd needs you to kill yourself. Oh, okay, I guess, you know. Um, so that's that's how it works. If you, Because like everybody's primary thing, like it's natural, is to preserve yourself, you know, and uh, to not die. But this, they have to give us subtle uh, subconscious manipulation to make us accept this death that they are imposing on us. And those of us that didn't take the jab have to get poisoned in other ways and killed off in other ways. And if the, um, if the symptoms are similar, like respiratory problems because they burned it in the air, you know, this, like, there's a lot of things that kind of overlap and cancers are also related to the jab. And like, this would cause many cancers and the dioxins too causes birth defects which the jab also causes birth defects like so um it masks what they've done so they don't have to you know be responsible yeah. right they're they're trying to keep uh, four steps away from culpability right That's yes the they would rather be like they would rather say whoops then be like it was intentional fauci did yeah. it you know like yeah. that whole thing because then they then you have the nuremberg the new nuremberg whatever right. and they're afraid of that obviously they don't like guillotines you know that so um it's but, all the, the intent to harm is so evident in the entire shot process it's not yes. accidental at all it's a hundred percent intent to harm yeah they those are the most garbage shots it's probably a bioweapon that was tested in ukraine or yeah. or china or somewhere or out of the u.s but it's they garbage knew that it would just affect you, everything yeah. it's garbage if you assume their intent was to save us from a flu but it's actually you know a pretty effective weapon if you think about it the other way they're trying to kill us like oh yeah it, it's not garbage it actually works pretty well like, it works well on killing people i think they said read a stat today a pretty reliable stat was one in 256 people in UK who took the shot died within a month. Jesus. It's an incredible stat. Oh my God. And that's just within a month. So you don't know the long-term effects of where the spike protein is. And the thing is, is that it causes so many different effects. Like the average shot would just like, oh, there's an over preponderance of uh, shingles. But this just breaks down your immune system. So all that systems. Yeah. All systems. Like right. you know, somebody will get brain cancer. Somebody will get lung cancer. Somebody yeah. will get uh, They'll not be able to reproduce. Right. It'll it'll just ape so many injuries because your your immune system isn't going to function. So right. my suggestion to people is detox, zeolite, uh, anything you can do to sweat. I mean, get that out of your body. I would take rounds of hydroxychloroquine right. or anything. There are solutions to the shot. You don't have to passively go down the road like white noise and accept <laughs> your death. Don't. Go That's get right. some... Um, Hydroxychloroquine. What's the other one? It's uh, uh, the the one that the horse paste the one. one. I'm trying to hoard, but yeah, let's yeah. go get some horse paste. <laughs> uh, but you can actually really detox. The FLCCC has a detox thing. You want to start detoxing? Get that out. And I personally, I will never take a shot. I never took the flu shot, but I'll never take anything from the pharma, big pharma for anything. I'd rather right. just ride it out. Right. I'll probably be healthy. I actually kind of attribute my good health, but not because I don't go to doctors. And if you look at it, like they scare you into being now they get the 
the chicken pox and the you know the measles really wasn't didn't used to be bad now it's scary like just, i don't watch the news so i don't i don't i'm not getting hypno program well that. yeah i mean like in reality the measles isn't really harmful it's not that bad it's like the chicken pox you know and they then they ramp it up in the, the you know they make you scared when it's mom like was a kid, they used, like you Renee's. got chicken pox. You went and hung out with somebody else with the chicken pox. Exactly. Yeah, like they used kids. to do the same thing with the measles, you know. Yeah. Um, but because but they they control what we think, and they you know like Bernays said in his book Propaganda, you know by feeding us constant barrage of their message, where it's always the same, you know safe and effective whatever blah 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 Slogan, yeah. yeah and this movie kind of talks about that how like the tv gives us a constant barrage and um they were saying that people are transfixed and fascinated by disasters on the television <laughs> as if it's like uh and like it's welcome because something to break up all the the information like it's crazy right isn't like, that the intro uh statement by cheeto like oh this is actually not bad this oh, yeah. is good yeah he yeah, inverts he says, everything it's the inversion. like he says what about all the blood and blood and glass what kind of optimism is this and he says look past the violence i say you see how like you know how lighthearted it is you know it's really so that sets up the whole the whole idea of this this nihilistic satanic um moral passive, relativism passive, yeah right and like oh yeah like just take it uh there's nothing you it. can do right and like it's already happened like you it's know <clears throat> and it's as if in the way that they set it up they released it on netflix like three months before the event happened in east palestine so, like, there wasn't a very big window of time to see it before the incident. And now most of the people that are watching it are watching after. And then they, you know, they go and they watch the movie and it makes them think of that event that happened. And, oh, yeah, it was filmed in Ohio in the same places. Like, whoa. And, and then it, like, affects them differently than normal propaganda. It's like, right. whoa, right. this really is uh, predictive programming. But it's a next step level past predictive programming into subconscious programming to make it's you like the powerful version of, of uh, it's like a new generation of warfare type of propaganda, right? Even mm. better. It's better than the old stuff. Yes. Like somebody like this is something that came out of some kind of war game or something. Like that. Right. So it's like, and it's like really... a real event that's aped by a fake event we made up and and put this together so that'll be it but those kind of things actually did happen if you remember 9-11 9-11 happened they had already had that movie pearl harbor in the works yes that was the cameron thing with uh, the and cia asset as the actor what was his name his name is oh and a fleck right so that was already in the works is my understanding right. so once 9-11 it's a new pearl harbor but it's funny the movie bam we've got them we've got all these people good it's funny. So this that, is another. Works this is like, like another element of that, right? Twenty years later, I don't think it's that much different. And if you think about Pearl Harbor, they already knew about Pearl Harbor was going to happen, and they set it up to let it happen. And they even there was like a Japanese book talking about war with America, where they bombed Pearl Harbor. That came out like a year before. <laughs> it's the same. It's they the have same to movie. like this way that they they give us the fiction thing, 
and they show us like you know the twin towers coming down and on this you know like in all the the movies pre-programming us and um and that Sorry, way it was a michael bay movie i apologize the pearl harbor of 2001 i was, I was wrong yeah but that like that's one of those like the history channel they give you a new history in the movies because no one wants to go read the book i'll just watch the movie you right. know <laughs> so like it's it's whitewashing history it's like a 1984 like you know like winston smith's job where he would erase the headlines and put in new headlines and um anyway i mean so like yeah they all knew that was coming exactly and And fdr famously said nothing happens by accident in politics (laughs) so these like this thing white noise coming out after this they had to plan something like that to do yes i mean i'm really that that's how paranoid and noited out i am is that it's intentional well, yeah it's a different kind I'm, of warfare i'm so i'm well i mean first of all like propaganda started with warfare with like dropping pamphlets on the enemy territory you know with like messages and pornography and all that like that propaganda and warfare are interlaced connected um and this is just like you said the newest iteration of that you know and it's so psychologically uh deep like there's so many layers uh like anyway i guess we could start talking about it uh i could share i have something we can start so we ended before with the death speech and the uh the whole um let me take this off of lunch okay okay settings audio okay it should work now noise should come through or okay. audio should come on towards it's called niadine derivative or niadine d we saw in a movie in school so he's talking about the chemical that spilled in the train crash that happened do you have a post? Do you have the uh, yeah, audio post? Toxic waste. Yeah, you're, 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 um, the movie wasn't you're not coming through. I'm not coming not through? Me, it's you. Oh, do you not hear what me? What it does to humans, mainly it was rats growing urgent lumps. But that's what the movie said. What does the radio say? Skin irritation. Your settings right? Audio settings? Um, well, did you not, do you not hear me now? Check one, two, check. Do you hear me now? No? I hear you. Okay. Uh, sorry, everybody. I can't hear you. Or Can you hear me? In a movie in school on toxic waste. What is the cause? The movie wasn't sure what it does to humans. Mainly, it was rats growing urgent lumps. But that's what the movie said. What does the radio say? Skin irritation and sweaty palms. Sweaty palms and rats. The radio, not. But then they updated it to nausea, vomiting, shortness of breath. The radio or the movie? Both. No, it won't come this way. How do you know? Because it won't. So what do you uh, want me to do? Uh, I think go back to the way the set here. Um, Audio microphone check one two speakers. I can hear you. I hear you. I can't hear you. Okay. Uh, well, here. Uh, I can't hear you still. Whatever you did with the it audio should be coming on mine. I, I don't hear you. Okay, hold on a second. All right. I'm sorry, everybody. 
Now you're in. Now I can hear you. Oh, you can? Yeah, I don't know. what I, I kicked you out and put you back in. Okay. All right. Let's try this. Let me try to okay. add it. Let me try to add it's it. It's called niadine derivative. Okay, there we go. We're good. Okay, good. Okay. We're good. All right. So that was him talking about the uh, uh, the the chemical that spilled. Okay, let's start from the beginning and do it again. Okay. It's called niadine derivative or niadine D. We saw it in a movie in school on toxic waste. What does it cause? The movie wasn't sure what it does to humans. Mainly it was rats growing urgent lumps. But that's what the movie said. What does the radio say? Skin irritation and sweaty palms. Sweaty palms and rats. The radio, not. But then they updated it to nausea, vomiting, shortness of breath. The radio or the movie? Both. No, it won't come this way. How do you know? Because it won't. Okay, so he, uh, dad is like, oh, yeah, uh, it won't come this way. Just denial, you know, and the kid is like focused on the information. Um, and uh, the they were giving symptoms and it was like shortness of breath. It started with shortness of breath. And um, and then it it changes from shortness of breath. They uh, they keep updating the information. Um, so here, and then he's a rat too, right? Oh yeah. It's done for rats. Yeah. They were talking about how it causes a rat, right? Yes. And that relates to the other theme that's running through this film about how rodents get cancer just like humans. And they are test subjects from elite scientists. Wow. That's crazy. It's yeah. just like Nazi Germany, because that's yes. the way they thought Jews is just a bunch of rats. Yes. They like them to rats, give them rat poison. It's off the charts. Exactly. And that is another theme that goes through this is like, it's almost as if the Jews are retaliating against, like, for their own Holocaust, they're giving us a Holocaust in return. You know, and this is like silent weapons for quiet wars type retaliation a different you know. kind of warfare it's all the whole thing was run by jews and directed by jews right it's like uh noah bumbach and all these other characters you know? yes yeah yeah and there's a jewish character in the film that's like filming things we, we, i talked about that we're going to see more of that in today's episode yeah. but uh here's the next clip uh i think you have to add it Okay. Oh, sorry. It's fine. it's fine. It doesn't cause nausea, vomiting, shortness of breath, like they said before. What does it cause? Heart palpitations and a sense of deja vu. Think about that. Heart palpitations and deja vu. So what is this jab going to give people? Heart problems. And when they have that heart problem, they're going to think, oh, yeah, this happened. This deja vu this other thing like the movie is a deja vu of the real event like we're seeing it on the film and like this is just like the real event that happened in east palestine and then the heart palpitations is like they're attacking our hearts and that it kind of intermingles the the jab culling with the um poisoning culling the right so heart palpitations and deja vu. The whole agenda is off the charts. The yeah. fact that this they are actually doing a mass murder right now, and we're in the mass murder, yeah. and this is like trying to, you know, and that's the ties you to the mass murder is just yeah. unprecedented in world history. Yeah. Really and, just, uh, I mean, people are living in unbelievable times. We don't think, get of, 
think about uh, Soylent Green. That was set in like 2023 or something. And the old guy that's friends with Charlton Heston goes to the government because it's like, I'm ready to die now. And he goes and he lays down and they show him the nice field and like the green grass and deer and like Tweety birds and stuff. And then he dies peacefully. And then they process his body parts <laughs> and they feed him to <laughs> cannibalism. I have to watch that again. But isn't that how they die? Like, it's almost like in a, an alternate environment where everything looks peaceful, right? Yes. Yeah. They bring him into this like booth or whatever. Where yeah, he, I think like, I the projections everywhere. And it's like the same like, thing. They're giving us projections in this movie to like make us feel happy about dying. It's kind of the same idea, you know? And anyway, so it, it it's almost pretty... like the narrative of the movie isn't as important as the subtext. Exactly. Sex is really all what they're trying. And that right. intro scene, I talked about it last time with uh, Cheadle. Yes. Is like full on suggestion. Yeah. Uh, Even that. And in that like scene, yeah. he's talking about the car crashes in film, the explosions on film and how like exciting and happy it, it is. And, uh, uh, oh, where, where was I going? Yeah. He even said that, um, oh, I lost it. God, it's, just, it's just there. It hits you right at the beginning. There, yes. That's the theme from the very beginning. Normalizing the car crash. Normalizing this accident. Right, It's like a foreshadowing of the yes. fake accident and then the real accident in real life. Yes. Yes. And it, oh, he says it. this movie or the these car crashes break away from the, uh, the human storyline to show something elemental, fiery, head on, like elemental fire. That's like magic words, you know, like kind that's, right. and, um, and there's like a literal train like, crash in those opening sequences too. Right. So yeah. Like, well, I think so. Like, but, but still like the, like the idea of any, he, he talks about the people that, that, that plan these crashes, you know, like, because it's a planned crash, made to be put on camera and shown to everybody just like what the news was doing with East Palestine. Like, and so like it hits you like wham, like my wife and I are watching that. We're like, Holy crap. I can't believe they're saying that. What? <laughs> we'll get to some of the stuff they say. Man. So yeah. Okay. Heart palpitations. A day job. Come on. It affects the false part of the human brain or, <laughs> or whatever. I don't, believe but that's that. not all. They're not calling it the black billowing cloud anymore. What are they calling it? The airborne toxic event. So be scared. Right, so, right. But here's the thing. They're just literally showing you they're going to put new words for the old thing. So the black yeah. cloud is now the airborne toxic event. Right. Where they've yeah. actually just pulled the full Orwell. Uh, just like how just like how the scamdemic changed it was like oh we got a new variant oh it's different now and oh you, you start with washing your hands but now you don't have to wear a mask and now you do and whatever we're they changing it it, they tried to keep it going as long as they could yeah like what's working on the public yeah yeah some yeah. of this yeah. kind of crap the, the psychological warfare stuff will go down in history is like the most incredible stuff like zine saying you don't take a shot, you're going to endure a whole summer of uh, misery and death. Like, he literally said that like it was like uh, yeah. V for Vendetta. 
right? Like that then, guy's a monster. And like, These guys and, are all monsters too. The whole gov- government's run. Dude, like and V for Vendetta is another one of those revelation of the methods. And like, right? You know, that's, and, that's a virus to take power, right? Yes, a virus to take power by the government, and it's like total tyranny. And like, their symbol is a cross, but it's a double cross. You know, it's a satanic cross. Yeah, it's a yeah, satanic cross. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but yeah. the. Uh, Marilyn Manson uses one pokey, that's upside yeah. down. Marilyn obviously. Manson, yeah, yeah. Purple of Psychic Youth uses one. It's yeah. at the very top of the, uh, it's like the double cross with the eternal symbol for the. Oh, like, and it looks like almost testes. Yeah, that's yeah. the Lucifer symbol. That's, um, yeah, so yeah I know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. Uh, this and is to the north. If the billowing cloud is blown to south, it'll miss us by a comfortable margin. When do we eat? Maybe we ought to be more concerned about the billowing cloud. Oh, I know we, we don't want to scare That's them. all he cares about. Yeah, yeah he like food. totally I'm... not scared. Yeah. Whatever, I'm blind. I don't want to look. They've at... destroyed the American male in the in the public uh, <laughs> commons over time. Like the old the guy used to be a protector, clean right. cut, moral. Right. With this good, solid guy with a good sense of humor, Mel, and they just turned him into this Al Bundy. Kind of, yeah, Al Bundy, a buffoon. Yeah, yeah. Homer. Like, yeah, Homer trans alchemically transmogrified the American male and yeah. public into a total fucking loser. Right. And so, it's, and like, the mom in this movie is a total space shot who, like, ugh, like, she doesn't know. She, like, if I don't smoke, then I chew gum. If I don't chew, if I chew gum, then I have to go up the steps. And like, she's got all this like layers of. She's a druggie too, right? She's like yeah, she's a drug user. Only, only a druggie because she's afraid of death and like all the, and like the psychosis that she's you know dealing with. And dad doesn't care about anything except looking at Hitler videos. And it's really like whoa. The imputation is also very negative, too, because it's like it's not just that he's looking at them, that he's enthralled by them. Right. Yes. Maybe yes. He's a secret Hitler lover. Exactly. Like the, another subtext, like another negative subtext is not looking at Hitler with revulsion, but looking at Hitler like oh, these. Uh, he was. I, I agree. Like the way that his speech was describing how Hitler loved his mother and like. Hitler did the, he cared about animals and like, he was just like Elvis and like, oh, so like that is ingratiating the character of Hitler who are psyche. Like it's, it's a, Hitler's not so bad. Look, he's a human right. too. He loves his mother just like you, you know, like. Right, he's uh, not so bad, but that's the making that character become like somebody who's sympathetic to Hitler, right? Exactly. And then, then the so, American is really just like a, White power, racist, like right. whatever they say it's about the racist theme, right? Absolutely, you're inherently racist. The white exactly. guy, the white noise is inherently racist. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, this is a yeah. terrible movie, man. <laughs> this movie is so evil. No, right. no, it's no. so many layers. It's yeah. just layered. Just, but it, here's the thing, man. It's all like subtextual. Right. It's, it's not overt. That's so the white noise, and it's obvious, everywhere like, surrounding. Over with white racist sympathies yes. you have to kind of discern it when watching it but when you really do the mom's like a drug case and yep. the guys speak always are, they're all inherent racist all these white americans are really inherent racist. yeah and they all live and they live in ohio and like <laughs> they're all whatever. midwestern right yeah. so they, and it's fly like, over red states all inherently racist right fly over who cares if they get yeah. you know train derailment and whatever they poison they're rats 
They're yeah. rats. They're rats. And it's just like the most, some of the most fertile land in America. Like all the Amish live here, like with all their raw milk and shit. Like, yeah, that probably know. feeds everybody else in these other states. Yes. I mean, that's the whole contempt the urbanites and the coastals right. have for the Midwest. And like all the deer. Being and supported by all these blue collar workers living out on the sticks you know? yeah and the, yeah those are the guys that actually work the factories like we're the ones that actually like it's run like america like Listen, yeah. uh, all the over flyover people are going to be replaced by robots or something <laughs> probably yeah after the culling is done you know, after the culling is done yeah yeah, yeah the consciousness will be in the cloud and they can they this can have robot totally bodies evil. running around this is a totally evil movie man. yeah man but it's also so, great in a lot of ways because it just reveals the method yes it reveals like it's really a psychological attack right and i mean and that's really like it's i like said cuties like, or something netflix yeah the guy, no, was it reed hastings is related to freaking the yeah, guy who nephew of, of, of bernays right oh man, yeah and so netflix as a device netflix is cybernetic it's a cybernetic feedback loop where they can learn about our interests and what we watch and how we watch it, where we look, what we click on, when we click it. And it's all logged information. And we have, and it has like our bank accounts and shit. Like we have to pay Netflix every month. It's a subscription. They got our name and everything. So like, at least, right. So they always pull out the movies that I'm interested. Oh, maybe you watch this. Here, yes. Yep. So they can catalog everybody's consciousness. You know what I mean? It's but that's uh, the same for all social media too, right? Yes. I mean, Facebook. Yeah. Too. And Netflix it. is like an, a fly trap because like everybody is just so programmed to watch TV and then they all skipped off of TV onto Netflix. And you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, now they got Hulu and Netflix and all that other crap. And it's like, um, it's still the same trap for your consciousness. You're still like staring at a screen going, duh, you know, uh, always passive. That's the whole thing. Right. Passive. You're in a passive situation. Right. And people still pay for it. They willingly take it. Like (laughs) this is the most, one of the most toxic movies ever made. I (laughs) I agree. When you really look at it and take it apart, it's like, you're just going to be, it's almost like the narrative doesn't matter. It's just the subtext, the, the potency of the, hidden messages or the right it's just a vehicle for those messages messages, yeah right like okay how can we get these messages across let's write the characters like i mean even i don't know if delillo's book is this like poison i mean it's somewhat it's a little bit different he kind of focused on how the tv media influences the way people watch disasters and how they react like the government controls them through the media the tv and the radio and like that was kind of the focus of the book and like looking at that phenomenon. But this is like, they're controlling us through the propaganda through the television and the radio. Like that's Total a control. Total Yeah. Control. Yeah. It's the next level from the book. So it's the, the book is a good vehicle. Like, uh, um, and that seems like what all of what the CIA movies are trying to do is look for, you know, like, you know, like Eyes Wide Shut is a vehicle for Kubrick to show people the dark occult rituals, you know, like the sacrifice and all that. Sh- and like how it's presented in real life. Like, oh, it's just a normal clothing shop, but he's really selling uh, a young lady for sex, you know. So it like he's showing us this is what it really is, you know, and he's able to 
get that through his book like because he's so smart he's like he finds the perfect book for that like the shining he had this other message and it's a perfect vehicle so like these satanists are very good filmmakers i mean they're great they they do great uh cinematography lighting you know they they really they got good actors you know don Cheadle is really good it's weird characters but um yeah, like he's supposed to be jewish right like i mean they got a black guy to play a jewish character what of the race what's, stuff, his, name? what's like, his name in the movie well, uh uh murray murray something yeah yeah like uh, and um and he's like he's the character that speaks the most truth and he's like right there over jack's shoulder saying like uh you know death might not be so bad uh maybe we should like death and here's a gun maybe you're a killer like that's Murray Siskind. Yeah. <laughs> and so Murray is like the tempter, the dark message, the, the, the messenger of like, like in Nikos Kazantzaki's book there, the, you know, uh, uh, temptations of Christ. Yeah. Last temptation of Christ. Like there was, there was a little black boy that like, took jesus off the cross and like you don't need to feel this pain come with me and like i say you know this suggestion of this other way let's do this way instead and it was uh, like i don't know maybe that's why it was black maybe because it's i don't know i don't know maybe because there's a cult significance to that type of thing so but we don't need to talk about it. and like the movie of when uh when they made the movie of that uh it was a white girl they changed it uh, so yeah but anyway we don't need to go down that path so yeah this dude is so interested in dinner he doesn't even care about this cloud that's like I know nothing's going to happen you know nothing's going to happen but at some level we ought to think about it just in case it's just I mean when do we know when this is real these things happen to people who live in exposed areas society is set up I mean sadly in such a way that it's the poor and uneducated who suffer the main impact of natural and man-made disasters. It is sad. Did you ever see a college professor rowing a boat down his own street in one of those TV floods? Why do you want dinner so early? I miss lunch. Shall I do some chili fried chicken? First rate. So he says, I'm just not... Like shallow consumerists like... Uh, yeah. He's too busy. He's thinking about dinner. And he's trying to unbutton her bra, like while he's talking about, like, I'm not worried. Like, you ever? And seen he's looking that? at the food too. He's looking at the corn. Yeah, he's busy looking at the chicken niblets. Like, not chicken, the corn niblets. Yeah, yeah, third-rate professor staring at food and his wife's bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all he's thinking about. And like, this death is coming. And he doesn't mind. He doesn't care. He just wants food and sex. That's even more stupid. Like he's naive too. It only happens to the middle and lower classes. Like he's a snob too. Right. Like, yeah. Yep. And I'm not worried because I'm one of the higher class. I don't. They're not going to call me because I'm one of them. They like us. Right. But guess what? Guess what tiger? <laughs> they're getting everybody. <laughs> yeah. They, right. Man, this last, this most recent call, man, they got. A lot of people. A lot of the people at the top didn't die, but they, well, killed, sure they, they didn't got... care about color, man, because they killed a lot. Like, of them. Didn't I mean they even had like false needles that didn't even like they weren't pushing yeah. the plunger and like all kinds of shit. Like there was that guy from the French Parliament said that Macron and everybody else in the Parliament didn't take the shot. Like and he took it. Uh, seriously. Remember uh, the guy from 
the guy from Pfizer like wouldn't take the shot when he was flying to Israel. Oh, Bur- Burlos, yeah. Yeah, and it was like he's like, no way, I'm not taking that. <laughs> but I'll sell it, but hey, yeah, I mean, it's not even funny. Like it's that gross. thing is poison. Yeah, I don't think it causes anything good. It's like, like it's I poison. have this nervous laughter. It's like it's because it's such a topic. It's tough. Like uh, it's just. Anyway, so we're in World War Three, baby. It's no yeah, way. yeah, and this is the only way they can get us. Oop, here we go. Start. No, it's all good. They want us to evacuate. Did you get the impression they were only making a suggestion, or was it a little more well, mandatory? It was a fire captain's car, and it was moving pretty quickly. In other words, you didn't have an opportunity to notice the subtle edges of intonation. Well, the voice was screaming out. It said something like, "Evacuate all places of residence. Cloud of deadly chemicals. Cloud of deadly chemicals." <laughs> so in this moment we can see what people care about and like the daughter went and grabbed this big book and the son went and grabbed a a, you know like flashlight or something and uh, the mom is getting cans of food, you know, to feed the family. And this is what dad is doing. He's like picking up the dessert. Jack, just leave it. <laughs> Has anyone seen my ski mask? And we see here uh, mom's stack of occult books. Uh, Not of this world. The, oh wow! The, the occult, occult history. Wow. Of history, and I've got the um, witches and witchcraft too. Wow. Yes. Uh, so the the chimp is called a jolly chimp, and they made a lot of those. It was really creepy monkey that played cymbals, and there were a lot made in uh, uh, Taiwan, and. Uh, so it's H S I N Chi toys, and there's a lot, but this one, this particular one, is the H S I N Chi. Anyway, the books, Not of This World by Peter Colosimo, K O L O S I M O, and The Occult A History by Colin Wilson, and The Supernatural Witches and Witchcraft by Jeremy Kingston. And I couldn't really make out the other ones. Uh, it's kind of dark. And uh, there's like one that looks like it says Year of the Witch or something. And it looks like it's the letters in the name are A-I-D-E-S, but I can't tell. Hmm. But wow. uh, I didn't know that was in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the monkey's symbol is like, hey, look at this. Look at this. And that, you know, and the rising tension and like, ooh, the occult. Ooh, scary. Ooh. And this monkey creepy, you know, like. So it's like building tension as everybody's like, so uh, fear the occult and, oh, look, this occult working is, is in effect. Like it's the opening of the occult working. Well, this is the secret working. This is the underground working. Right? Yes. Yeah. So they're all running out of the house. Tremendous amounts on motion. I'm not sure we need the plant, but are we all here? Accounted for. Everyone's gone already. We're late. We're late? Like the late Mr. Ramsey or the late, you know, like. Right. We're late. Good. Good suggestion. Yeah. yeah. So they're already dead. The late so and so. 
Yeah. Whatever this character's name is. What yeah, is it? like so, Jack, Hitler guy. Gladly. Yeah, gladly, like the Grateful Dead, like, you know. So this piece I want you to watch. <laughs> Look at his keychain. Get out. Get out. Smiley face. How did you find that? <laughs> I just, I'm, wow. I look, I'm, I watch movies, man. So in the moment that he's like running away, taking his family to safety. And the first thing he does is he goes and turns on the radio because they're not in front of the TV anymore. So let's turn on the radio, <laughs> get the instructions, just like the nipper dog of RCA, like listening right. to his master's voice. Right. Right. And then there's the and what is this? The that symbol of the smiley face is like a nihilistic life is just a joke. Who cares if you die? Who cares if you kill everybody? Hey, whatever. Like, we're just going to be reincarnated anyway. And that is like a theme that Don Cheadle talks about reincarnation. And he talks about the bardos between death and life. Um and that relates to the supermarket. And there's so anyway, it's incredible. That's there, man. That's a great eye. Yeah. It means like laughing through tragedy too. Yes. Like, so you see the same theme with the comedian and watchman and all these other things. Right. The Joker. And the killers, you know, right. And that's why they're using it. That's yeah. Thing. All yeah. big jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, he's killing rodents. Whatever. Fourth service. Yeah. Dead. Too bad. Uh-huh. I said a million people dead. Too bad. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> a restaurant called Kung Fu Palace. Is that That's the place with the lollipops and the live deer? That's right, Steffi. Where do we go? Don't tell us. Now, lily, Don't tell us. like lily flowers and deer, those are occult symbols too. Like, I haven't really looked into that, but it makes me think of like... Um, the listeners will know what I'm talking about and they can look further into it, but um, you know, wildlife flora and fauna uh, have occult significance in these old religion type. Anyway, I'll just keep playing. Can we play my mix later, honey? Was this a mild winter or a harsh winter? Maybe it was a dark winter. (laughs) You know, the term dark winter Biden said it like six times, right? Yes. Which was like a, a release of anthrax that was made in a lab that was like killing politicians, increasing fear, making people follow the news like, oh, you know, and it was it was right along with 9-11, all part of the plan. You know, it was the aim strain came from American lab, like whatever. So um, the fact that she's like, was it a mild winter or a harsh winter? Like because that makes us think, oh, yeah, dark winter. Right. You know what I mean? In our mind, there was another point in the film in the beginning when the other uh, daughter, Denise, talks about uh, the sun's Corolla. The sun's Corolla. I saw it on the you know TV or whatever, talking about the Corona of the sun. But she says Corolla. And they're like, oh, I think that's a car. And the brother's like, everything's a car. But that makes us think corona right at the beginning of the film even though they don't say the word 
it like sets us up. It's dude, there's every this whole movie's full of suggestions. Yes, that's really what it is. This is like hardcore psychology, man. <laughs> yeah. it's like, of, like uh, it's next level. Yeah, I've never level. seen anything like this. Yeah, like they had to whoever wrote this or something. They talked to somebody who knows a lot about. Oh something. yeah, they must have got like uh, Cass Sunstein or something. In there. Right. In another 20, 30 years, people are going to be talking about this as like, whoa, remember that thing? Oh, look at that. And they're going to be breaking oh, it down. The most and... sinister movie I've ever seen. Like, yeah. It's scarier yeah. than like. Uh, There's like, no like blood or guts or anything. Like, the subtext is worse because yes. it goes past the normal consciousness. Right. And, you, and you can see how it's a device that is pushing the reality of the death. And it's real. it's scary because it is happening in real life. And they made the real life make match the movie. You know, they lit that stuff on fire. So there was a big cl cl cloud. So that is just like the movie. Right. If they, they had literally it lit it, it on fire. That's what's exactly. crazy. They could have just siphoned it off. Yeah. To make any freaking sense. There could have been a number of things that they could have done. They could have got, they could have got milk trucks that were all over there that carry, mm. you know, huge amounts of, si of uh, semis and just bought them and, and alleviated that could it's have. just another element of this crazy biden administration that's literally out to kill you yeah. your own government is out to kill you that's right it's democide right democide no yeah and your own government is run by globalists which aren't even they don't even care about your government mm -hmm. they don't care about your sovereignty they want you to be dead cattle yeah, they don't they don't even want you to surf it's yeah. the new serfdom isn't even serfdom it's dead you're yeah. dead right it's like they've left they've taken away all the wealth of everybody like it they leveraged everybody's on debt now so they once they kill us all off they'll have all the goods you know after they when they kill when they destroy yeah, the dollar all of the actual valuable things like people's homes and all the things that they get loans for will be in the hands of them and we will own nothing well, the, the survivors, the survivors, right? <laughs> you know, and right. we'll be happy or else. <laughs> you know, there's so, many dead, there's so many dead people, Sean, of overdoses, suicides. I've been listening to your series. You know, it's like 37 parts of Bioweapon Blues. Like, I don't know how far you are. Like, you've really you've done a lot of episodes documenting all of the harms. It's like everybody should listen to that but the secondary tertiary stuff too it's not just the bioweapon it's just the uh poisonous financial system and poisonous right. government like it's all now weaponized like nobody's right. doing anything about it it's surprising like i'm shocked that like the people who are you know, tasked to defend the country and fbi like they got they got morphed you know yeah. it's like they don't even they're not protecting i mean I, like i have suspect that everybody that is in a a power position like Fauci and everybody else that's working for them, they're all compromised. Yeah. I think blackmail is really the only way to make a system like that work in order. Like money is only goes so far because these people have so much money. You can't control people with money. Like really blackmail is the only way to make like uh, psychopaths right yeah, yeah. work in line with each other because otherwise they're all working for themselves kill or be killed you know what i mean this is the only way that keeps them you know in a cohesive structure of pyramid of power <laughs> you know yeah, anyway. i think blackmail i think that's really it like there's right. just tons of blackmail out there epstein and epstein is probably just one of many yeah i think but that's it's a revelation of the method there with epstein we can see how it really works and epstein took over the the, the accounts of other people like the max 
Maxwell, uh, you know, uh, the, the father that died, like Ghislaine's father, like, you know, the whole thing like that. Epstein was given that house by Les Wexner and for a dollar, like, and the house was wired with cameras completely. Like it's, it, it, it's obvious. Like, and we all know ever since the beginning of like the FBI starting to work with the mob and like, uh, that cross-dresser there, the guy, um, the head of the FBI. Yeah. Yeah, Hoover, like, he was getting um, uh, compromised people. Just look at Kinsey. Kinsey was getting everybody's sex histories. Right. You know? And right. that's psychology. Yeah, dude. That's it's power. It's leverage. Yeah. That's where real power is. So yeah, but that's, anyway. That's the power mongers know it, and the rest of the public doesn't understand that. That's right. Everybody doing this oh, money rules the world. No, money is a means to the end. Money is a barrier to keep us away from their system so that we can't, you know, stay in the same hotel that they do. <laughs> but, you know, I think that the black people like, can yeah. operate the way people think it does, just like somebody has owned something on somebody else. But if you're all in the network, you're all going to be quiet. Yes. Right? So if you're yes. all kind of in the Epstein, everybody's thing, compartmentalized. Talk, everybody I thinks talk, cause I know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And like off. they keep everybody separate, uh, except unless they have to work together. And so, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, yeah. And, you know, when they go to the like the real the the deep dark like fucking the the really uh the circles within circles of these secret societies the the higher levels of these they go to black magic rituals and you know they see each other they take the robes off and like oh hey uh you know alan greenspan and like all these other people that run the nations you know and like they all understand they're all working together and that they they know that the people are cattle to you know slaves, and it's, it's the mystery a totally of a different mindset. It's like you know yeah. from the Bible, it would be the mystery of iniquity. Like these people are involved in all kinds of evil stuff, but the mystery to the public is they don't see those connections. Right, so it transcends these party politics and all this other stuff. It's really kind of a uniparty. But yes. if they're all blackmailing each other and all going to parties. And this one kid, the uh, guy was in a wheelchair, Madison Cawthorn. Like he came out and said, yeah, these guys are doing blow. And I got invited to a secret party. He was out of Congress in two years, baby. His own party undercut him. Yeah. His own party undercut him for telling the truth. Yeah. Because they would all be exposed. Yeah. You know, and so then, he, then he, like his voice is gone too, right? Like I haven't heard anything from that guy. He's not in the national media. Yeah. There's no other way to tell his real story. I mean, that's it, one example. It's just like um, the, uh, there's the Shakespeare story there where they um, they cut out the victim's tongue like they rape this woman and they they cut out her tongue and they take off her arms. I forget. It's like a Philomela type story of the. But anyway, like that way she can't she has no way of expressing the truth to others. That's the same thing with the censorship on the media or like on the Internet and stuff. It's like if they can sever our tongue, then they can rape us and do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like. Anyway, so yeah, so was it a dark winter? <laughs> no, it's very dark. It's like one of it's Man. the most evil thing the American government, the American people have ever undergone yes. in their entire history is what's happening right now. I think the world, because I mean, really, when is it ever attacked? Like they all attack the whole world at the same time. Like yeah. Yeah. No, maybe, a, maybe uh, like with the the Roman Catholic Empire, like um, you know, like that whole because that was kind of the the known world at least, but. 
anyway. Well, there was some very brutal stuff. The Hundred Years' War, the wars between the Catholics and the Protestants, maybe was something like that. Oh, that too. Yeah. Or Friday the 13th was really about getting rid of the Huguenot power, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of anti and solidified Catholic power in France to this day. Right. They, yeah. And they, I think there were some, but those are top down, state down actions too. Yeah. Right. And Catholic power is still there. I mean, like, and those families that were popes back then are still around, you know, and they, they own BlackRock and Vanguard, you know, and the, the, the Jewish guys are really just working for them. They're just the worker bees doing the evil. That's how the Rothschilds started. Exactly. They were just bankers of the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Bankers of the Vatican. I think it was for the, like, there was an empire in Germany. I forgot it was the Hessians. The, right. the people who were selling the Hessians to the United States, they were their bankers. That's where they started. Right. And it's all war, like war feeds, like their, like their magic is to, to, you know, enrich themselves. And like the death gives them that, that is a fuel for the ends that they, they know. made. There's a famous story about the Rothschilds and the battle of Waterloo, which was that right. they got, and people might not know the story. It's kind of a famous uh, alternate history story, but, they knew that Napoleon lost, right. but they told everybody back in the English stock exchange, he won. So right. they, everybody sold stocks against them and then bought them up. And then the real story came out a couple of days later right. and all that stuff they bought on the down, on the yeah. down thing, went back and up. Then, yeah, all of a sudden they own everything and it's totally manipulated. And that's how it works. Information yeah. warfare back then, they didn't have any laws against that kind of stuff. That's right. Because that information was occulted from everybody else. And like, yeah, you know, I need to get like yeah, one of those yeah. bells. Yeah, 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 yeah. Compared to what? Now, if you're from the west side of town, you should this head is to the Boy Scout camp on Highway 10 called Camp Daffodil, where Red Cross volunteers okay. will juice and We coffee. have a plan. That's Highway okay. 10. Just after Camp Ryan Daffodil. It's all fun and roses. We got right. the rose theme, the flower theme. Well, the flower thing is actually important to know. Uh, camp Daffodil here. I'll share a picture. Good computer. Okay, here. Here, one second. So uh, I have here, wait, let me just share my whole screen for a second. Um, uh, There's this picture here, Camp Daffodil. Oh, I've got, do you see it? Is it sharing? I do. Um, Okay. Is that it? Yeah, it's like uh, it's a still from the photo from the uh, from the film, and there's this bald eagle which represents state power, right? And it says Troop Two O Eight, and if you look up Troop Two O Eight in the Boy Scouts, that is a child-run troop. No adults make any decisions in that troop, so that's ironic, I think. <laughs> but the fact that it's Camp Daffodil. Uh, I'll show you. Daffodil is important to uh, this. There's this thing called the Daffodil Project. Never heard of that. The if you can, can you see this image here? The uh, remember the past. Looking up the Daffodil Project. Okay, good. So the Daffodil Project, the uh, the daffodils, their their symbol is a yellow daffodil. And on the petal is the Star of David. 
Here, I'll zoom in a little bit. Uh, but it's uh, the, and that is supposed to represent the Jewish star David that the yellow. Right, so living Holocaust Memorial. Yes. 2.5 daffodils in memory of the children who perished in the Holocaust. Exactly. So that's the subtext of that. Wow. Yes. Did run thing about the Holocaust. So that's another theme, man. Yes. This is all about my, this is all this is the most sinister movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so like it's it's re, it's relating the uh, the Holocaust remembrance and to make us think of the Holocaust and like what and then uh, and when you're thinking of the Holocaust and how all this uh, bad stuff happened, then we're going to look here. Um, oh, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll do this one first. This here is a clip. They're looking at the cloud. Look at it. Look at it. The airborne fox So he's in a, so like, uh, describing for the listeners, this is they're in a uh, they're in the car, rainy road, staring up in out of the window at the sky, and this is a red station wagon, and they're pulling back, and everything else is kind of cyan green, so like the red kind of pops out from the background cyan because it's the you know the opposite color on the color wheel, and so we're panning back from this red car and we see the other cars in the line and this dude gets out and he's like he's looking up and it's almost like telling us listeners hey look at this and he's got binoculars too look at this look right there on the right under the red umbrella wearing a red sweater so that's is that the, kid again, the filmer, that, right? The Jewish kid. He's filming the event. Just like 9-11, the dancing Israelis were filming the event. Like just so the red, it goes from the left side on the car, and then there's all this blue cyan, and everything is like drab, monotone. And then the pop of the red again over on the right, and you look over, and that red umbrella calls attention. And then he's wearing a red sweater to match the umbrella to bring your attention to him filming it. And when the guy, when Jack was giving his death speech at the event where it was happening, the, the collision was right. happening at the yep. same time, the Jewish kid was filming him then. Right. So he's he like was filming there. all of it. He's filming all of it. Right. And that's like this, the, it's Jewish people making this film. You know, like, right, so isn't that what they're kind of insinuating? Yeah, I think so. Influence? I think so. Yes. so they're looking up. So maybe like these are things that the not the Gentiles wouldn't notice. Like, no. so the Gentile doesn't know what the Daffodil pro, uh, Project is. Exactly. But probably Jews would. And they recognize this character as well. Yes. Like they, oh, that's like a representation of somebody like me. Like if you were, right. I don't know, a like he's he's like skinny. Like you would recognize and... a wrestler with the same, you know, if you were wearing the same wrestling outfit, a wrestler would go, hey, right. that's, that's a wrestler. But he's like the stereotypical skinny kid, like 
nerdy, yeah, intelligent, right? He's like, uh, yeah. That's what um, he's a stereotype. He, they stereotype. No everybody. Yeah, that's whatever. I'm just, you know, that's the yeah, common they stereotype. stereotype. Yeah, but they stereotype themselves. They're the, they're the ones who are making it. Yes. I mean, they're that's all true. Jews. So, true. They're using the stereotype right. so, to give us that idea subconsciously, yeah, because it's like a it's like an archetype in our heads when we see that. Just like in the old propaganda cartoons with Disney, they would like the the wolf at the door would be dressed up like a Jew, you know, and um, that whole well, subtext watch, that they were doing back then. List, the kid is walking around in a red uh, dress. There, with the, oh the, yeah. Wow. Maybe it has to do that red might have a deeper symbolism too. Wow. Maybe it's the blood. Maybe that's crazy. I, I gotta look but more that's into that. the whole thing. That's, sometimes like uh people have you know, Satanists play the, I'm not saying Jews are Satanists, but <laughs> people with different knowledge they play games. Yes. Oh yeah. Crowley said one third of the OTO some before, Christians, yeah, all of them. Like all, they're one from third everywhere. Of were Jewish. But Christians play the same games. They can put in little things that Christians would notice. Yes. Christians can state things like I say mystery of iniquity. But a Christian would know what that concept is. Yes. They would yes. know what that means. Like some people, what the hell is he talking about? What's that yes. phrase? So like when I talk to other Christians, we can finish each other's senses because we know <laughs> what part of the Bible it comes from. I don't know what your, I mean, how much of the Bible you've studied. Well, I used to, like I, I grew up Catholic and like I, you know, I've studied a lot and I went to catechism and all that stuff, but. Yeah, I'm confirmed. I went to like confession all day. Yeah, I got uh, actually I got kicked out of catechism when I was 12, and my parents were divorced already, and like they didn't care. And I was like, I I'm done with it. I don't believe it, <laughs> you know. And so I got to quit when I was 12. I never confirmed. So, but yeah, you know, I read it and I understand like what it is and my, what. Yeah, I understand. But my point of. is to come back to call around is that. This may be something the symbolism is not for the average reader or listener. Of Just like, like some stuff you see in other language. We've done Eyes Wide Shut. We've done Rosemary's Baby. People don't know what a Tesseract is, but a, probably a Satanist probably knows. Exactly. That. Yes. And so, it's like, like a, this might be some kind of Jewish symbolism. It's like way. an Easter egg for people that right. are in the know of like. Or whatever you know. it is, you know. Yeah, so. right. Obviously, standing out, it's totally red. Everything yeah. else is. Blue, Everything else is blue, green, cyan, and it's like the only color. And and then as it pans back all the way to the top, there's another uh, a yellow umbrella right there, like another umbrella to, to remind us of the red umbrella. And then there's a red umbrella right there at the front of the screen. And under the yellow, the, the red umbrella almost looks like, well, maybe it's just a jacket, but it, it looks like a nun's habit almost. That might relate to the end. There's nuns at the end. There's the cloud. <laughs> the cloud of death. What did they call it first? The airborne toxic event. Now. Airborne just, toxic event. No, but what was the first thing? It was the black. Uh, uh, billowing cloud. Billowing cloud. I mean, yeah. There's like magenta lightning and stuff. So like this magenta color is also... Um, it's a reprieve from the cyan, you know, it's another red tone. So like it, it's, it, it separates itself from the last scene, which was all blues and greens. Uh, yeah. This is what it brings to mind. Is this kind right. of, I don't know what it means. The black and white film. The only, 
Maybe that because, I have to see that film again. I didn't. I was younger when I saw that, but maybe that's like the innocence of the children. Well, I mean, if they're using daffodil is to suggest some type of Holocaust reference, then I would probably surmise that there's something right. Yes, and the color programming, like there's, you know, the SRA. You put a hundred million bucks into this; they're getting the details down right. Okay. Oh yeah, especially oh, with yeah. The, the intense psychological warfare assault on this movie. It's off the charts. It's, yeah. It pervades the entire film, and then yeah. it ends up just mocking people as like total consumers. Uh, it is a mocking. Dead, like it's a mocking. It's yes. like uh, you're all. And it feeds their power. ego. They're more empowered because we're so stupid. Like it's really egotism. Very Satanism is based in the ego of like I am better than God type. I'm shit. better than you. So yeah, whoever right. like put this movie together wanted to mock these type of people and make right. them feel low. And if you look at the literature of the way that they talk about the goyim and. You know, they well, they think like of not all Jews are like that, but they're it's they're, true, obviously. The uh, talk about the literature, the, the post-Christian literature. What do you call it? The, what's that book called? I'm totally blanking on it. But some of the literature doesn't say nice. Zohar. What? The Zohar. What's yeah, it's Zohar, but it's like uh, yeah. There's but, the other one. Uh, the other one. The... I, I forgot what it is, but they don't right. say nice things about Christian Christianity. Oh. And then if you look at like the blood, like the you know the what they do to us i mean you know circumcision and like uh, simon simeon de trent like the that whole case of like the bloodletting of children and like what who knows if that's real or if it's just a psyop that well, they call it came. blood libel right so right, that's supposedly right. legit like happened there was right they were but then they, if you look at how they do that to them they like they ritually bloodlet themselves with circumcision and then they bloodlet us too like the you know the uh the leader get circumcised they don't get any like the, the head of the american pediatric association is a jew and and even though they admit that circumcision is not necessary at all it has no benefits like it's symbolic. I think it even says in the Bible you don't need to be circumcised. Of says, Many places it's circumcised. It's a circumcision yes. of the heart. Yes, yes. So, and the circumcision, like the that kind of trauma to a little baby, what it does psychologically, it it creates a slave. Like I, I talked about it in my own show. Maybe if your listeners want to talk, want to hear about it, I could talk about it on your show. It's very black pill, but it's something that needs to be said. People need to hear about that topic. But anyway, I've had, can, I actually had an old friend who was part of the. Uh, anti-circumcision movement, like he Good. was. Like, I mean, that's kind of funny, but I'm one of them trying, too. What, what's that? I'm I'm one of them too. Oh, I'm, on the, I'm, a, I'm in the anti-circumcision group. Like oh. I would go to a rally if I could. Well, maybe um, you're on that same group as him on Facebook. Uh, well, I'm not a lot on Facebook. They kicked me off years ago. Techniques to restore your. Uh, oh yeah, there's a few ways of restoring, but the 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 nerve endings are gone forever. You will never feel sex like sex is meant to be felt. It removes 60 to 70% of sensation. Like it, the people that are circumcised never actually felt sex. Like it was removed from them as a baby. Like they would never know. They never know. Like just like, mutilation, like, for just like what's happening now to children. 
the they are mutilating children's trans thing they are for the trans thing it's the never same. Sex. Yeah, yeah that's right and this mutilation that they're doing now is just further destruction of the perfect god's perfection uh like before they were just cutting off the synapse point between the male and the female genitalia where the connection actually happens with the foreskin they remove that so like the function doesn't happen properly and we don't feel it and we don't bond the way we're supposed to. And, and the trauma hits us as a kid, like I could go on and on, but anyway, the um, instead of just attacking that little piece, now they're fully removing it, inverting it. Like what? I mean, they're like, it's, it's sick. And it's just like what they did in the ancient cults of Inanna and Ishtar the nullo that the ancient priests would sever their genitalia they would act, dress up like a woman it's the same they would ancient... do that same thing in yeah. india they called it nirvana that's the original right. way of nirvana there's two <laughs> different nirvana and one is they would just cut your whatever right. off and, and try to and yeah take they would with they, the whole thing yeah it's crazy yeah, they no, call it nullification they take everything off and they put a reed in your urethra so it doesn't seal shut and then you just got a little hole that you pee out of. And then the the scar, like the the, the pubic hair doesn't grow on, oh, where the scar is. And it makes three circles. And it kind of looks like the Mickey Mouse head, which is really weird because mm -hmm. like the two testicles and and it it gets deep. Like the symbolism, it's really sick. But anyway, uh, getting back to this i'm oh, sorry no, yeah yeah but i mean i looked down all the black pill rabbit holes and circumcision is a dark occult ritual it is a mind control technique and it's done to themselves in the cult to make themselves more obedient slaves to the masters and they do it to us so that it traumatizes us and it makes us more uh, susceptible to dissociative uh reactions to power just taking over your body like if they do that to your body that shows that little baby i am not in control of my body this is not my body they own it look they can do this even though i don't want it to be done it's just happening and my parents are holding me down while the this priest is sucking the blood out of it like ah it's the most it's the scariest thing a child and it's the most pain anybody can anyway Sorry, <laughs> I go on and on. I'm sorry, but anyway, so yeah, it's very evil Satanism happening every day, and the way that people emote for these poor children that can never feel sex because of the trans agendas, mind control that's happening, it's routine in America for males to lose their ability to feel sex. That's just that's just how it's through circumcision. But that's assume, kind of the whole trans thing, right? These but this circumcision is just another right, sick and evil. exactly. But I mean, it's so, like I said, it's just you're not a woman. You're not a biological woman. Uh, you'll <laughs> yeah, never right. be a biological woman, right. and they should but, not be in women's sports at all. Get out. Like, there was the a, administrator. Everybody in a college. These people are men. They are men. They're biological men. Yeah. You're insane too for letting them disrealize like turning yeah. it into some kind of disreality for believing the yeah. fake oh, reality never do is five <laughs> okay you are a biological male i i don't yeah, have yeah. somebody call me a transphobe like oh, i don't I know. have phobia my real thing is that i would go out and talk to a, a a dude who dresses like a transvestite and they would square up with me like a man 
Like that's right. what they do. They get worked up. Like I've been in, I went to high school. I know what happens before fights. That's right. what these trans people do, man. They get, yeah. you start getting it's worked up. A, the testosterone starts going through their body. Yeah. And I, I would just like be like, okay. They're like, still I'm playing so that alpha male game. Like, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, they're not women. That's right. the total I, male I, behavior. <laughs> so okay right. now on that topic here let me uh stop this and then uh just just on that one topic the trans thing is part of this um so here let me show you uh, i'm sharing the whole thing here okay so the trans agenda is visible uh here there's an image in this movie the, this this is in a point where jack is digging through the trash to find the little pill bottle and if you look up here on the right top right side of the screen there's a kid's drawing of a figure that has breasts and a penis and pubic hair Hmm. long hair under the sun <laughs> and like he's just digging through the trash he doesn't see that it's plain view his kid who doesn't speak and licks the products on the shelf at the supermarket is drawing these pictures and they're wow. busy thinking about oh like uh, i need a pill because i'm afraid of death and i want to go kill somebody and my wife is cheating on me all this stuff but their kid is being indoctrinated and isn't even speaking, doesn't have speaking capability. Still writing naughty pictures. And is drawing pictures of transvestite naked. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? <laughs> so, yeah, that is also in this movie. So that's also part of the culling agenda, I guess. That's part of it. It has to be. They're deliberately taking people out of the gene pool. I yeah. think that's the subtext of that. Right. And, and ruining people's life. It's a form of murder. A lot of those people will commit suicide. Yes. A lot of those people will live miserable, unhappy, unfulfilling lives. Yeah. They mutilate themselves and they can't feel any pleasure anymore. And they know that they're the ones that did it to themselves. And like, oh, that's sad. How can you say that, dude? If somebody's under the age of consent, I, I, I think that all these weird people who are evil influence their minds. Oh, you're a, you're a girl right. now. Okay. That's what you're but doing. They don't. Like, uh, they've done studies where people have gone through kind of gen gender dysmorphia as a teen and come out the other side. So. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. It's an like, industrial complex. It's a mistake. It's a phase. Sometimes people are like, oh, whoops, and they they come to their senses and they, um, and then they look back at themselves and they see this, like, you know, I like I'm scarred. Like I like I still at least have something there. They didn't take it away, but I mean I've been genitally mutilated uh when i was an infant and every time i urinate i have to look at it <laughs> you know what i mean it's the psychological it's like um and so for them like they've inverted it you know like pubic hair still grows on the inside they have to dilate with a i mean oh just incredible it is horror yeah. and like they have to keep taking those I mean, pills. pills yeah so pills I mean, for life right just yeah, like, it's a good scam. Just like uh, right, and these satanists are mutilating their body, and it's funny for the satanists. Oh, but look at what they do to themselves. Ha ha! Like it's more mockery. Like, and then like afterwards, the sorrow and the pain, 
and like whatever non-corporeal demons that feed off of that negative energy can just suck off of them and get all their negative you know it's depending on what you believe like yeah it's the next level but we moving on i guess here we'll keep going let's go through the stuff so that we can get done and uh, yeah right sorry guys sorry like i'll if i start talking about don't get me started yeah right okay so this here is in the grocery store and it's comforting to know the supermarket hasn't changed since the toxic event in fact the supermarket has only gotten better butcher (laughs) they added the butcher counter that's what's better about it because this new butcher counter packaged meat and the fresh bread it's like a persian bazaar what's that baker's nook yeah and they got the you know like the cakes of light or whatever everything is fine and will continue to be fine as long as the supermarket doesn't slip He's just saying everything's normal now. You've had the toxic event, but everything's fine. As long as the store doesn't slip, you're going to be fine. As long as the he's, truck... re, he's reaffirming the, the kind of uh, right. attraction to the supermarket. Everything's fine. Oh. Yeah. And like the memory of like, oh, we couldn't get toilet paper. Remember that? Ooh. Right. Yeah, and like, awesome. and so as he says, like, everything's fine. This butcher chops down on this slab of meat and then a. St- some blood lands on her face like she's the sacrifice like she's they are like they're chopping her too like she has blood on her face do you know the tibetans believe there's a transitional state between death and rebirth that's what i think when i come here the supermarket is a waiting place it recharges us spiritually it's a gateway look how bright Look how full of psychic data, waves and radiation. All the letters and numbers are here, all the colors of the spectrum, all the voices and sounds, all the code words and the ceremonial phrases. The consumerism is a spiritual practice. You can yeah. be just like a Tibet, Tibetan Buddhist. Yes. Come and over here and see the colors and the numbers and all that stuff. Yes. And like the, market. like the the carefree clip where the mom is, is chewing the gum and the kid is like, you know, that kills rats. And she's like, yeah, well, it was your idea that I chew the gum. And she's like fighting to take this poison. And on the stuff, like on the package, it says, warning, you know, they, exactly. And it tells, they tell us on the front of the package, it's like, ooh, wholesome from farmers, like, you know, real potatoes, non-GMO. And you turn it over and it's safflower oil, sunflower, canola oil. And, you know, it's like they they drench the good thing with poison to fool you, you know, and they make us think that saturated fat's bad and, you know, like mono unsaturated, polysaturated, like, oh, that's good. It's okay to have 10 grams of that, but only half a gram of this. It's so like it, they, that is the program. They've been poisoning us all this time and we've been accepting it. We've been willingly accepting the poison. We are the rats eating the, you know, that's going to give us tumors, <laughs> you, you know, right, so the poison, the rat theme and the poison theme it runs through the whole film. right? Yes. And the grocery store is a main vehicle for the poison. You know, they poison our food. You're comfortable here. This is an overplace, but you're also going to get poisoned here. This yes. is between like, uh, what is it in, in Christianity? You're in purgatory. Yes. Uh, but for but the way that he relates it with the Eastern Buddhism, he, this is the bardo 
the Bardo realms between death and rebirth uh, because like they want to have the reincarnation thing happen. So whatever, it's okay. You can throw away this life. You'll just get a new one. You know, just like the throwaway economy that we've had since the eighties, like, Oh, it's made in China and whatever, buy a new one. Like that's, that also came through the, the supermarket and the program, the, you know, the packaging, the, uh, consumer Walmartization of uh, humanity or American humanity. It's like they Walmartize like spirituality even. Right. (laughs) Oh man. They should do like a, have a church like this where you could walk through it like a (laughs) supermarket. Like that far from the truth. I mean, it is kind of station one. Yeah. And they're like, and you can light a candle here. Let's go to station two. Right. Uh, Yeah. Look at the cross. Look up there for sale for five bucks. Look at the poor guy being abused on this picture. And it's like, you can see what the state does to people and like, Oh, I'm still going to accept their Eucharist, you know, like, even though like, look at what they do to my fellow man, look at his dead body hanging on the wall. Oh, I better do what they say. There's some way to, I mean, there's some way to commercialize it. I mean, they, I mean, we talk about the Catholic Church. They yeah. might be one of the be- best commercializers oh, yeah. of a religion in Propaganda. history. Yeah, and they've been and they were running the Knights Templar. They're oh. running the Jewish bankers. Like, well, anyway. Yeah. Well, so okay, getting back to you just had so here wait uh, all the signs and symbols. good words and ceremonial phrases. We just have to know how to decipher it. All the code words and ceremonial phrases, we just have to know how to decipher it. It's occulted. Like, it's all there for us to see. But we just got to learn how to have eyes to see. Lost in the surf? That enormous man. They're talking about about their friend who died. He must have weighed 300 pounds. Oh, easily. Dead. A big man like that. It's better not knowing them when they die, but... Better than than us. To be so enormous and to die. I can picture him so clearly. Maybe once we stop denying death, we can proceed calmly to die. We simply walk toward the sliding doors. Dude, it's incredible. <laughs> this is the most sinister movie ever. God. It's worse than like an overtly sinister movie. Right. That's the whole thing, is like the psychology is very Yeah. Just maybe like undercutting it, just going past this the consciousness, you know. Right. He like he says, Oh, you know, reincarnation, oh, the Eastern the mystics, the they're smart. Door. Yeah, just go to the sliding doors. And then he's walking up to the registers, and then that ominous tone, wah, and he gets this feeling he's looking at he's looking at death, you know. And uh the last scene, uh, we'll see how it relates to that. So, okay, moving on. Unless you want to say something about that. No, I'm trying to. Okay, so sliding doors. This here, this one is important. We should watch. I could just lose interest in myself. Here, take this. I have another one at home in the drawer under my hot plate. Heft it around. Get the feel. For the listeners that aren't watching, he hands him a little gun. It's loaded. It's an itty bitty thing, but it shoots real bullets. It's a 25 calibers. Our listeners that aren't watching, sorry, I'm sorry. But he's given him a gun. Like, the, he was just talking to his friend, if I could just lose interest in myself because he's just heard that he's going to die from whatever. And then Don Cheadle gives him a gun. What the hell kind of friend is this, right? Here, I'm going to turn it back. Get the feel. It's loaded. 
it's an itty bitty thing, but it shoots real bullets. It's a 25 caliber Zumwalt automatic, German made, up your alley. I, I, I don't want it. I believe, Jack, there are two kinds of people in the world, killers and dyers. Most of us are dyers. We don't have the dispositions, the rage, whatever it takes to be a killer, but think how exciting it is, in theory, to kill a person. If he dies, you cannot. To kill him is to gain life credit. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe violence is Dude, a this guy's like a total Mephistopheles. <laughs> yes. You have the gun over the fire. It's German yeah. right up your alley. Why yeah. does he say that? <laughs> right, because he's the Hitler guy. You know? Right, I know that, but it's just kind of like right. There's a subtext it's right up your alley. Most people are kill, or most people are dyers, but you need a gun because you are a killer. Life credit. Yes, here I'll play that here one second. I'll get a little bit. Person, if he dies, you cannot. To kill him is to gain life credit. Who knows? Maybe violence is a form of rebirth. Maybe violence is a form of rebirth. Maybe that's why Hitler had so much power because he was killing all those people. Hmm. Maybe this is the psychology of the Satanists themselves. Maybe this is why they kill people because it gives them power. <laughs> it gives them power over death itself. Like they are the ones choosing the death for us. Like it is, it is their will that aligns with death that, you know, like they are a death cult. Moving on. And maybe you can kill death. <laughs> and then he accepts the gun. He takes the gun. <laughs> so the power of of killing. Look at what, you know. And but that's it, the whole thing is the cyclical nature of the birth and death. And you have that reincarnation element. Of yeah. So you're Just, right. Like that theme goes through. So. Who's justifying what? Like your death, me killing you. You're just going through another process of rebirth. Yeah, it's all just a big joke. That's what right? the swastika is. I mean, he's when he says Tibetan, they're tying into the concept the swastika comes from. That's where the Aryans come from, right? Right. Supposedly. So it's all that philosophy. Like replaying it all. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Here, this is another one. This is a thinking about death. Imagining yourself dead is one of the cheapest, sleaziest, most satisfying forms of childish self-pity. How much pleasure do you take as a kid in imagining yourself dead? I'd still imagine my death. Imagine yourself dead. Like that, you, imagination creates reality. You know, like hermetic principles, the, the all is mind. Like you think before you create, like when all of this world comes from your imagination the so like and disney's whole thing of like uh you know capturing your imagination so they're telling us that it's self-indulgent it's a good thing it's fun it feels good to imagine your own death right so this is not a celebration of life this movie is actually a celebration of people dying and exactly and auto suggesting it that's what they're really doing it's really sinister to you <laughs> I imagine all my friends, relatives, and colleagues, they're all gathered around my castle. They're very, very sorry they weren't nicer to me while I lived. Trojan are very good at self. So he's imagining all of his friends gathering around the casket. Think about the ego that it takes. Like, all me, look at my funeral, everybody giving me attention. Like, it's really weird. 
And then she's like, oh, children crave that attention. Pity, which must mean it's natural and important. Yes, but oh, it's natural. Natural and important to die. Yeah. Death is natural and important. Even more childish. Those are all like total like NLP type things. Yes. Know? Yes. And it's like in the background, it's the white noise of his ears. He's just sitting there amongst these other people talking. She's almost like talking like a demon over his shoulder. Like, yes. Yes. Like that's the perspective. Over his left shoulder, yeah. right? It's even more. Oh, it's secure. natural and important. Go ahead. It's natural and important. Yes, but there's something even more childish and satisfying than self-pity. Something that explains why I try to see myself dead on a regular basis. I try to see myself dead on a regular basis. Is that normal psychology? No. What the heck? No. These guys are professors at a college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to a thing. person spends their life saying goodbye to other people. Yes, but how does he say goodbye to himself? This is where he's like obsessing about his wife cheating on him. Right? Yes, yeah, and so that's running. We're talking about mind. death and cheese some eyes wide shut. Yes, weirdo yep, rooting like in the taxi yeah. cab, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the same face. Uh, yeah, strange and she like ripped something off her face yeah this is like a totally like destroying the beauty like you yeah know. this is the opposite of like it's a wonderful life this is like <laughs> it's a sinister hell. disgusting yeah, hell. A sinister <laughs> anti-life go kill yourself we're gonna kill you anyway <laughs> movie Oh, I'm shit. sorry, listeners are probably like, geez, there's more. He keeps going more. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, there's how, much more longer, how much longer do I have to endure? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this there's the there's two more that are important, and then we can kind of wrap it up here. Okay. Um so this one here is at the end. So the two main characters, wife and husband, are in a, a hospital. And the wife looks up on the wall and she sees a, a painting of John, John Paul, I think John Paul the first, maybe the second. I think it's the first, uh, walking hand in hand through the clouds with JFK. <laughs> like, and both those people were murdered by the cult, uh, and they're in heaven now. So, anyway. Like, John Paul the first only had 30 days, and like, he was, you know, anyway. What does the church right. say That's about right, yeah. heaven these days? Is it still the old heaven like that? Is it still like that? JFK walking hand in hand with the Pope? <laughs> is, it, is it still like that? <laughs> Do you think we're stupid? Oh. We're here to take care of sick and injured. Only is this. You want to talk about heaven, you find another place. So what the nun is saying, do you think we're stupid? We don't believe that. I mean, it is a stupid picture, you know, like whatever. But uh that's weird why is this so this is this goes along with the nihilism and with the you know you're stupid for believing religion is for idiots um you know the same philosophy of satanism that then why do you have that picture on the wall it's for others not for us you don't believe in heaven a nun if you don't, why should I? If wow. you did, maybe right. we would. See, that's if even I like did... the anti-Christian element right there. Yes. Like she's a fake Christian. Like, everything's fake. Yes. And then she's like another phony. Oh, no, I don't believe in him. That's the central part of Christianity is like Christ died and was resurrected. And right. Like, that's the only thing. I mean, like, without that, the whole thing, that's the lynch. These people are monsters, dude. 
Yeah. And it's like they're spinning in the face of faith. Yeah. Dude, it, oh, it, so it's evil. like Satanism revealing, taking off its mask and oh. saying, eh, here it is, everybody. Yeah, right. it's like a really horrible like progress, too. Like the, everybody they meet is horrible, yes. trying to get them to kill themselves, and it's yes. fake. Like if none doesn't believe in heaven, it's like you, right. sh you should go um, somewhere like, else. You might as well like not care about anything. Yeah, what are you doing? Why she doesn't you even care. care. Why should I care? Yeah. Go play spots the at the local Indian casino. Right. Why are you there? That's your whole point of being there is to serve. They're right. Like of Christ. Yeah. Right. But she's like, we're just here to help people medically, you know, go. This movie you know. is totally evil. Maybe you would yeah. not have to. Someone must appear to believe. Is we don't have to appear to believe. There's no truth to it. It's fake. We're yeah. just appearing to believe it. Exactly. Does it's all an act. Survive? Yeah. If you want to know what I believe, I kind of feel nauseous. This is what I pretend to believe. Who made this? This is like classic Netflix. Yeah. Like I couldn't even watch Cuties. It was obviously. Oh, I couldn't even. I didn't even try to watch Cuties. Yeah, I know. But I mean, this is like, how did I even watch this movie? Yes. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible people. Terrible, like awful theme. Like there may be great actors. I think they might be just excellent actors, actually, because they played their roles like they're kind of hapless. You know, they, really made, they really made us believe it. They did a really good job. Yeah, they did a good job. Wow, this is super sinister. And it's like, a, this is an evil movie. And yes, full on. And the way that, and a lot of people they watch, they watch a movie and they got their popcorn and whatever. They, you know, they're talking to their people and like. So a lot of you know, it doesn't really go in, but they afterwards, like I, I've seen a lot of people in their comments and they talk about how this movie gives them a sick feeling inside. I don't know why. Like, what the hell? It's just a movie. What's, but it's because it's relishing in death and it's, you know, focusing on nihilism and the hatred of hatred you know, of humanity. Christianity, hatred yes. of human life, anything. Yes. See, the sensible verities of a family are gone. Yes. It's like gross. This is yeah. gross. And like, if you, if, like, if, I don't say that lightly. Like, this is evil. <laughs> Really <laughs> I'm so, this is a, this is a treat for me to like share this on your show. Yeah. It's great to hear you talk like this. It's great. So yeah, like this yeah, is. But they feel nauseous because they're not getting the the message of the evil at a very conscious level. It's right. sliding under their subconscious yes. in a way. So that's really it. Like this is a movie you really want to be hopped up on caffeine to watch to see. How <laughs> I think. Like, I still want to pass, like, yeah, like say, watch it a couple times. Why are they talking about like uh, if reincarnation? You can, if... reincarnation is very different than the Christian faith, right? You either go to hell or you go to heaven, like, right. you don't go through some pro. I mean, there's other, yeah, things. like who knows what actually happened, but I mean, right. really, you're like, not way... supposed to rely on your next lifetime, and it, like the turn is like the eastern orient religions are the like so far opposite of the regular western like even though a lot of it kind of overlaps and the kabbalism and the chakras and stuff like, but i mean like if you look at it the way that the you know these people are like they they you know they do no harm and they like uh they believe in reincarnation infinite lifetimes climbing like, and then over here it's like one and done and you got to do what you say you know and like you're supposed it, to make a you're not supposed to be passive i think right, in western right. canon, the western christian tradition is you take those actions to yourself yes and then apply them to the world 
It's a willful choice. You're trying to earn your way into the resurrection, right? Like right. you want to be, go into the resurrection strong, and Christ goes, "Nice, nice work, right? right. I never knew you. Well, I'll spew you out of my mouth. You don't want to go that route, right? Very right. different than the whole. Kind of, I would say that that's the uh, maybe a critique of the Eastern tradition in a general sense. Is very passive and not making a lot of change in the world. Right. They have the do no harm thing, but they don't really have the uh, take no sh take no harm thing. You know, like there's two ends of you got to defend yourself in order for you to survive. Right. You know, I mean, look at the way China just trampled Tibet. Like they just kind of ran it in over. the worst way, and they're yeah. doing it to the what Eastern Turkestan, which they call what are they yeah. called? Oh, the Uyghurs or whatever. Uyghurs, yeah. Yeah, right. The Uyghurs call it East Turk Turkestan, but right. they're stomping their whole tradition out. But yeah, so, total domination. Like, we own your religion. We own your genetics. Your wife. Yeah, we own your women. We're going to marry your women. Yeah. And, you know, the same thing. Britain did that in the, the Dark Ages, the Prima Nocta. Like, they just raped every wife. Like, you know, it, it's like you you don't possess your own body. You don't possess your wife's body. That the realm of her womb is ours, you know, like that's it's total submission, you know. Right. Anyway, so moving on here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Act like one. You come in Sorry. from the street, married, dragging a body by the foot, and talk about angels that live in the sky. Get out from here. All right, it's weird. German accent, and then it's like the clarity. The Christian religion with the Pope and JFK, like, yeah, not even seriously. It's just another commercialized event, right? Like, it's don't be serious about that either. Go get this weird view of heaven of JFK hanging out, with, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, praising in the clouds with the Pope. Yeah, both assassinated. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, John Paul. Would he last like one month or something? thirty days? I think 30 maybe days. thirty-three or something. Probably, yeah. probably, yeah. probably Masonic, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is, uh, this is, that was a German, uh, I, I'll read it for the people here. Anyone who comes in here talking about angels is a numbskull. And Show me an angel, please. I want to see one. Show me a saint. He's a total materialist. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The body of the saint. Yep, right. I want to see the material of the saint. I want the body material. Give me one hair of the body because that's all she, she believes no in. Faith. Yeah, she is no the faith. material body. It is our task in the world to believe in things no one else believes. If we abandon such beliefs, the human race would die out. So it's almost like everything that this religion is a fiction. And yeah. it's, we're maintaining this fiction for yeah. us, humanity would be dead. And the well, illusion is like the, the only worst. thing that, that yeah. keeps humanity alive. That's like, what they're saying. That's the subtext of this whole thing. Your Christian religion is garbage. It's yep. not real. Yeah. 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 It's really a hardcore anti. Right. It's like derailing. Very general sense. The like, general, general sense. Sorry. No, like, good. Yeah. No, it's a general sense. Like you're just living a fiction. Why are you doing it? Yeah. You're doing it. You're living a fiction for like. The wrong reason like you know right. it's not having some kind of long-term benefit after you pass away or something right they're they're like uh you know you, you yeah well, anyway we don't need to hear it. No. a tiny minority if we didn't pretend to believe these things the world would collapse hell is when no one believes 
Think about that. And what are they doing to belief? They're like sullying it. They're throwing it in the mud. They're, they are trying to create hell. This movie makes no one believe. This movie shows people, look, it's stupid to believe the illusion. Hell is when no one believes. And what, are the, what kind of world are they creating? They're creating a hell. <laughs> so anyway. This is, a, this is a disgusting movie. I actually feel sick. <laughs> right here after this. <laughs> yeah, go hit the Ipecac or whatever. Yeah. Get it out of your system. All right, we, so she says, we pray, lighting candles, asking statues for good right, health. So asking inanimate objects. This is actually a distortion of... Uh, Faith too. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, we just play to in, pray to inanimate object. Nobody does. Right, man. and it's all idol worship, and that's right. what the, the Jews like refuse the idol worship, and that's why they fight Rome ever since antiquity, because they refuse to have idols in their church or in their, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah their their house of. Anyway, sorry guys. Uh, so lighting cad lighting candles, asking statues for good health and long life. That's all. Those are both Jewish principles, by the way. Like you're trying to pray to God for have a long life, which oh. is, yeah, that's very Jewish. And yeah. also that's the whole statuary, you know, you should have no graven images. Yes, exactly. Right. And that's why they didn't want an image of Caesar in their temples or whatever. But not for long. She says, we light your candles and we pray for a long life. And then she points at them menacingly with her cane and says, but not for long. Hmm. Hmm. What's that about? You will lose your believers. Wow. This is super sinister. Dude. Dude, this is totally evil. Wow. And she walks away. So, and she says, so you better try to believe in each other. Right, because that's all you got. Yep, because they're... They're like, I mean, this is kind of like trying to divorce like humanity from God too. Completely, like that's their whole thing is she sever it, process yep. proper Christian practice, right. and then it can. That is then, so evil and sinister. That depiction of the uh, right, gun. and then at the end of this long speech to scare us about the believers, they're gonna, they're going to lose our believers, and then they hold hands, and she says, "So you better believe in yourself." And it's like they're slapping a coat of paint on this total evil speech. And then they're like, oh, so believe in each other. Ugh. And it's the philosophy is incredible. with a heartwarming feeling. Oh, they're yeah. holding hands. Oh. All materialism. You only got you. And it like, and it warms your heart after such an evil speech. Oh, you know, believe in each other. Oh. That's, that is sick. So, this movie's sick. <laughs> okay. So I got one more. One more, everybody. Sorry. It's been so long. I know it's been like it always ends up being longer than longer. we're at 153, man. We made it almost sorry, two hours. We got sorry. Six minutes, <laughs> but this is good, it's good, good material. Murray says that we are fragile creatures surrounded by hostile facts. We are fragile creatures surrounded by hostile facts. <laughs> That's true. If I ever heard one, surely <laughs> has copper and iron. I'm the only person I know who likes Wednesdays. His response is, we're out of milk. Right. It's such a, a nitwit. And meanwhile, the TV is saying the next world war could be fought over salt. Over salt. There is just no end to surprise. The next world war. 
they mentioned there's the, the red end. theme again right red amongst there, the yeah the red pops out of all the neutral tones yep exactly i feel sad for us and the queer part we play in i feel sad for us he's indulging in his self-pity about his own death just like that speech with the 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 fellow professor is at the lunch table <laughs> oh it's imagine this is the, the most self-indulgence the people who made this are monsters dude (laughs) i'm not kidding man i hope god curses them they deserve it oh man if yeah it's just no end to surprise god exists well i didn't mean that like we exist so obviously right i i agree with you disasters but out of some persistent sense of large-scale ruin we keep inventing hope you keep inventing up. There's no hope. It's an invention. Right. Everything's fake. It's the imaginary yeah, faith. Yeah, everything's that... fake. Who yeah. wrote this? Who's this <laughs> fake freak who wrote this movie? That's it. No. Yeah. This is like not. This is the opposite of Frank Capra. Like saw a Frank Capra movie and say, how can we make something just totally miserable about the <laughs> human experience and make people want to kill themselves and accept their own murder, like yeah, dude. poisoning. Let's make white noise, yeah. Right, and the ah, this yeah. this is where we wait. You know, should everybody should in America should watch this because yes. you can see how sinister and evil people who live in your country are. Yes, they made this movie. Spent hundred million dollars. Like they wanted this. This family here is in the crosshairs. Yep, that's you know that's who they're murdering next. Yep. People in we'll Ohio. Cool shot or the. Yep. Right, exactly. Pharma, big pharma stuff. People that listen to the radio tell them where to go, and and then he says, "This is where Our we TV. wait." And they they are entering the sliding doors. Right, like they, they suggest the sliding doors, death, sliding right? doors. And he says, "This is where we wait." And they walk into the Bardo realm. The whole family is stepping into the place between death and rebirth. It's like the whole family is dying, right here. So. I feel sorry for myself. He's imagining his own death. But out of some persistent sense of large-scale ruin, we keep inventing hope. And this it means is like there's no wait. hope. You got to invent it. Yep. Yeah. There. Yeah. These are people. Together. This is where we wait together. You know, we're all in this together, right? In the scamdemic together. Yeah, this no, they're so passive too. Everything's happening to them, and they consume. Yep. But nobody's like achieving anything no. nobody's working on a play or a project or an athlete or right. something like yeah Boston. they don't progress anyway they're all just like monads they're all just like blank slates yeah, being affected by radio and tv tv's on in the background right yeah they're just automatons controlled by the stimulus propaganda that directs their life entirely and it directs them there into well, the you're with the protagonists, right? So you're listening yeah. to them. The the pass through is the the listener. So yeah, yeah. To suggest this is a very profound movie in an evil way. It's yes. worse than Eyes Wide. It may be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's worse than Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Rosemary's Baby. It's externalized. You go, oh wow, there's evil in the world. Right. There's covens. There's people working together behind the scenes. But this yeah. is like much, much more sinister. These people this- are all totally blind to their own cycle of birth and death and being reborn into the slavery of the dark occult and then dying and then being reborn again. And they just willingly walk through the doors, yeah, but they're shallow. They're not active. They're not, 
you know, proactive in any way exactly. is being affected upon. Yeah. And, you like, know, just like cattle do. People, yeah, cattle. And there are people giving him suggestions and he's just listening like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like this yeah. uh, Murray Siskind guy or whatever. Yeah, we are fragile. Here, let me play the whole thing. It is a real clip, short clip. Here. We're we fragile. Rock, we got six okay, we says that we are fragile oh, creatures surrounded by hostile facts. Olivia has tin. She only has copper and iron. We're on the milk. This is like people should watch this no as an exemplar. Do you emulate any of these traits? Change them in your own personality. Right. Yeah. Right don't, don't be like these people. Right yeah. away. Don't be a consumer. Don't be the passive. Theory. There is meaning in life. Right. There is hope. There is meaning in yeah, there is truth. Christianity and religion. There is an external truth. There is a God. Right. Yes. And you're not a monad. Like so we have been created. Like creation exists. So obviously, like there is like it, there is profound reality. Like you know, the nihilism and the self-hate, self-loathing and the, you know... They're the, trying to get you to hate yourself through this movie. Right. That's it. And That's like, the, and with advertising, if you look at advertising, the subtext, the subtext of a lot of advertising, like with cigarettes and alcohol and stuff, they'll put death symbolism into it, into the image. They'll put like skull and crossbones or like, you know, if because we flirt with death subconsciously, just like sex, it's a drive. And they've known that you know advertisers have known that since the oh, beginning you know it goes back to bernays and all those yeah, yeah. and that's the cool. same kind of programming that that's the same packaging that convinces you to get eggs and bacon in the morning and you know the the torches of freedom with the cigarettes and like when he's giving the death speech on the wall at that college is like a feminism film rally or whatever and there's a picture of a woman with a cigarette so that go, ties back to Bernays. It's all, you know, this it's the mind control is the theme, like besides the death, of course. But your part we play in our well, own no disasters. Yeah. I think that the whole film is just suggesting just the, this kind of like you're a meaning, the world the universe is meaningless. Yes. That you're passive and weak. You're going to die. Right. And take it. That's really, that's the subtext. Is that right. Really we mean? are the Ubermensch. You, you are the road. Run a milk. You're going to go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. And like in oh, the oh, store oh. is like, oh, we're, you know, we're passively going through the sliding doors. And and Murray said that this is the Bardo realm. This is where you go after death. Persistent sense of large scale ruin. Ruin. We keep inventing hope. <laughs> and this is where we wait. Ruin. You're going to invent, invent hope. There isn't hope. You're going to invent. Right. Hope it's imaginary. Yeah. The finishing thing. This is a totally evil these people are, these people should throw garbage at the people who made this movie like, this is <laughs> these are evil people man I mean, yeah man. we find i mean like you and i are totally i'm i could well i'll speak for myself i'm totally noited out like i'm so paranoid i can sense like these subtexts and things like that yeah but think of the people who don't at least you're aware Rest and watch this like you oh, wouldn't walk through the sliding happen. doors you'd be like whoa those are the sliding doors of death <laughs> nope <laughs> you know what i mean oh, you choose wisely yeah. yeah right i mean look at how many people are on the edge in this like time and space and this is just one part of a larger psychological warfare against the american people and yes. it comes from all kinds of stuff you're racist you're blah 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 whatever it is this is just one more piece in that right and like uh, like Murray said in the beginning with the speech about the car crashes, he's like, oh, it's an American tradition. It's a continuation of the 
America, the tradition of American, whatever, you know, he was explaining and Satanism has had a hold of America for a long time now. And they have been progressing ever better, you know, like nine 11 gave us this mind, this type of mind control reaction. Mind and now moving on to the next, the pandemic gives us this next ratcheting it up further. Like now we're, further mental slaves like in the system like oh we must do this because we believe this you know we instead of having faith in a higher power and a god creator we put our faith in the satanists who we vote for like Supposedly oh, vote for, right? like you know oh the biden is my ruler now and that you know after that it'll be somebody else and ultimately and you know like the pope is my ruler because jesus isn't here like you know it's it's such a silly idea like we have free will you know like if we could just recognize that like right. use it instead of do what other people tell us to do then we'd all be a lot better off you know? be much better off this movie is an example of destroying people's free will and totally passive like yes. that is kind of it. that's the whole thing the more blind the they can make us the philosophy underneath this film is dark and evil, man. Yes. It's, and the it, worst it's worse. It's much more subtle. That's the more effective thing is that, like I said, it's not a conscious thing where you can see obvious evil and somebody who's saying nasty things. This is kind of like give up, right. lay down and, and die. That's right. What That's what they want from us. They want us to dissociate. They want us to just take it. They want us to walk through the doors. And that's how they control cattle. We are a kept species. They have ruled us since feudalism and before that, since culture began, you know, since writing and written language, whatever. Like the control of people has been happening since harvesting crops and having agriculture. And that's what relates to the Inanna Ishtar myth and the Jesus myth, you know, the dying, the resurrection of the sun and like the cycles of the, the fertility of the earth. And like all of these things wrap into their, uh, their mythos like you don't have to believe like this is how they believe you know this is the satanic mindset revealed um this on display for us this is how they think this nihilism evil that oh you're just rodents waiting to be killed by our poisons and um you know that we we don't think like that but we have to recognize that others do and right. You know, because when you look at it, oh, nobody would do that because you think in your mind, I would never do that. Like I'm a normal person, <laughs> but those people are psychopaths. And if they're not like legit psychopaths, they're they're doing psychopathy in order to get ahead because they're focused on money and they're focused on the mind control system that makes them do the psychopathy. So that's how government is created. Like that's why I'm an anarchist, really. <laughs> you know? These people are going along with the mass murder. They're killing children. Yeah. They're killing babies. So yes. they know it's they're a, not it's a death cult. They right. all know they're killing people, so they're yes. keeping quiet. So you can see it right in front of your face. And they yes. want the people to watch white noise and just sit back and take it. Yeah. Where can people find your stuff, Sean? Oh man, yeah. Everybody should check out Wake the Dead, and I'm on all the podcast. Well, not all of them, but many podcast listeners, and you can get my RSS feed. And, and uh, I also do another show with my friend James Cordner called uh, Black Pill Digest, and that's about once a month we do a show. And that one is really looking at these harsh topics. I, you know, 
obviously from this conversation, you guys can tell that I, I look at the black pill stuff and, you know, I like to show everybody, Whoa, Hey, uh, <laughs> you know, because we got to be aware of everything. That's where the problems come from, man. It's right. the things if, people aren't looking into. If you don't look, can critically analyze this film, I bet, right. I bet no real person. <laughs> I, I've been looking and I've been trying to see if other people have gotten onto the same ideas that I have picked up from this film and nobody, even people that are hip to the, to the East Palestine, to the hip, to the, the machinations of the, of the globalism and how the, the culling and the eugenics and all this, they're like, they see it and they're like, Oh yeah, it's a pretty good movie, whatever. They don't like people should really understand that this is a propaganda device. These are mind control devices, Hollywood, um, television it is it's a direct conduit to your brain and they don't even you know they use words and pictures and you're sitting there passively and you know, alpha state mentally you're just absorbing it you know um it's a perfect device for mind control manipulation and um this reveals what they're doing like if you like people should pay attention to to what they're giving us to consume because they're placing these pieces of evil propaganda mind control uh for us to just take up willingly and it takes our free will choice to accept it as true like yes that is the reality of this world i'm taking up this worldview of satanism oh yes i i i do think i'm a rodent who deserves to die you know like um, the acceptance of this willingly and you give up your will and you give up your defenses and then you are a, a more willing cattle walking up the stairs into the slaughterhouse. Like, Watch out, everybody. <laughs> no, People went to the slaughter with this shot, man, for a wide variety yeah. of reasons. All mind control. This right. is probably one of the worst mind control uh, social engineering movies I've ever seen. Once you look at the, literally, if you could sit down and read the statements that they're saying and read them, you'd just be like, what Yeah, well, like I know you're saying it in a movie and it's supposed to be watched, but the statements are just there's totally a lot of auditory, yeah. like it's words. Most of yeah. the suggestion is in words, right? Right, but so not every film is this bad, not this, but you're right, the subtlety. So some are just real action movies. There's actually a hero. This guy <laughs> is like the opposite of a hero, he's like, Yeah. The person you don't want to be, and right. you don't want to have a family. Al Bundy, right? Yeah. Like we were saying before, he's like a more credible Al Bundy. Al Bundy is such an obvious tool, but still, it's just that theme of the man. If they even have a parent or a father in the movie at all, but now, like the Hollywood, look at Disney. Uh, there is no father. Yeah, there's no father for a lot of those girls, right? Yeah. And so, but now it's like he's just a, he's just such a buffoon, and it's example for men for men too. Like there's so many things like women's sports are being invaded, but men oh, right. their own the women's sacred spaces are being taken over by men again. Like, right. like get out of there, men. But men should have their own space too. I think that it's okay. Right. For women and, but it's space. weird how feminism has turned all the way around the other way. And in the beginning, it was like to empower women, and now it's taking everything away. They can't even have the word woman. Right. If you say a woman is adult human female. You hate trans people. What? I understand the English language. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, but other people won't even admit to it on camera. Like the the judge lady that just got. They're terrified. Yeah, that was somebody who was going to the Supreme Court couldn't say it because yeah. it's a political thing now. 
like it's turned and the left has adopted it and it's a big mistake they should well, be the other way because they used to be feminists if you're an actual feminist you would prevent you would protect women's spaces you would not real feminists. so some of you come out and say you're, feminist. But you're it's like you're a trans you failed so right it's like you, you can send William Ramsey investigates at gmail.com. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Send all the hate. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Send me an email too. Yeah. yeah. You I, already got, I already got to call the transphobes. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I You'll find a lot of them. Right? And you you ran into the flat earthers too. Like it, oh, yeah. No, it's like an organized like thing. They just they react uh, in that way. But, you know, bring the hate, you know, F it, guys. This is the truth, you know, and we're just showing you what. Like, like this movie here, bringing it back to this movie, like I'm just showing you what they are showing us. And I'm like the Camp Daffodil thing. That's real. Why did they call it Camp Daffodil? You know, like the Daffodil Project is a real thing. And why is it? Why are they relating all these elements? Because it, it's, it's intended for, for it's intended to hit our brains in a certain way. And for us to recognize the, the, the crash and for us to see how the reality was just like the movie, and oh, but I think I think there is kind of like a Jewish themes in this film. I got to go right. back and look at the color red, but that there's too. clearly things with the Jewish character who's kind of like a zealot, ancillary character, watching and filming everything. Like it's so, if you're Jewish, you would see different things in this film. Like you probably would know Camp Daffodil. Right. Like every person who's of, from that background, I mean, like. Yeah, and well, it's in their culture yeah, and the know, story. It's their and, total culture, absolutely. So yeah. they can see stuff that the Gentiles would just be like, what the hell is that? I don't know. Exactly. And that's yeah. like, you got to have eyes to see and like that whole thing. Like a lot of, and like the in the very beginning when the, the, the Jewish student is saying to his dad, like, I can't believe you said that to my roommate. Right. Why would they include that? Why is that the highlight that they zoom in and then the kid his mother's tying a knot and he's like you did it three times already that's magic they're talking about ma when you do a magic thing you do it three times like the magic number you know like it's so he's knocking on my door I oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry all right, all right. Uh, thank you everybody all right. stay there stay there, stay there.